Welcome into another great edition of Board Check. I am Jeremy the Impact York. And it's been a fun week. We got Super Bowl coming up later on today. If you're into football, of course we are here at Impact Media. I'm sure most of you are as well. If not, maybe you're into just gathering with a few of your closest friends and uh, eating real good food. And just the camaraderie of that. But either way, we're here to talk hockey today. There has been a lot going on in this uh, really weird season. It has kind of been a war of attrition between uh, the normal injuries that happen. Uh, Of course, we have the virus lists and things like that that are keeping people out for uh, days as they either recuperate or until they're cleared. But I'm just going to go over uh, a few of the headlines from this week, and uh, then we'll get on our merry way and uh, off to go watch the Super Bowl. First off, I want to start off with, uh, I believe he even has the goal lead, but Austin Matthews, after kind of calling out his entire team, including himself, the other day, he reminds me, uh, to do a little bit of a crossover, is the the ultimate opportunist. Uh you know, in WWE, of course, that was that was Edge, somebody who, who takes advantage of the situations and makes the most of them when he can. Because uh, Austin Matthews has not been playing exceptional this year, but when he's got his opportunities, he's made he's really capitalized on those. Right now, he is on a seven-game goal streak, including adding two last night. He has ten total, and I think. think he ha- is has the lead at the moment, uh, but he has definitely helped put Toronto on top. They have the most points this year with 18, I believe. They are, uh, record-wise, they are the best team in the league. Uh, yep, here we go. The goal list, you have Austin Matthews at 10. You have Connor McDavid at 9. Imagine that, <laughs> two Canadian teams. That division has just been crazy. Uh, Brock Bozer from Vancouver also has nine. Tyler Toffoli has nine. He's from Montreal. Josh Anderson with Montreal has eight. Leon Dreisaitl with Edmonton has seven. A bunch of other Joe Pavelski, Brad Marchand. Johnny Goudreau, Kyle O'Connor, and Miko Rantanen all have seven. 
me to tell you, there is only one, two, three people out of all those I just mentioned that do not play for a Canadian team. They have been smoking up the goals. In fact, Connor McDavid has 26 total points, and Leon Dreisaitl has 23, and they're teammates. Mitch Marner has 20. He's with Toronto. Van Riemsdyk doing well in Philly. Quinn Hughes, Pavelski, Marshawn. Bozer's in there as well. Assist leaders, McDavid, Dreisaitl. I think they're passing to each other. How many power play goals? Joe Pavelski has five. James Van Riemsdyk has five. That's crazy. Short-handed goals. Toffoli has two. He's another former Monarch. You know, I mentioned uh, a week or so ago about all the former Monarchs, Alex Martinez, Tyler Toffoli, uh, Pearson, just so many of them. But Austin Matthews, just the things he's doing, he is, he is, he's not carrying the team because actually the team is rallying around him. But in calling out his team and doing that, he is on a seven-game goal streak. Who knows how far that could go because he's not just scoring one here and one there. He had two last night. About midway through this, he had two as well. He's starting to really heat up. And he's heating up on a team that's already doing well and is top of the table. That is just crazy. Uh, you know, while we're in it, goalie-wise, um, Frederick Anderson has seven. He is with Toronto. Andre Vasilevsky also has seven. Philip Grubauer has seven as well. That is uh, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Colorado, respectively. Jordan Bennington for St. Louis has six. Miko Koskinen has five. So does uh, Vitek Vanasek, Jacob Markstrom, Connor Hellebuck, and Tuka Rask. It was some big wins already. And in fact, a handful of uh, players, five different players, have two shutouts already. That is just an insane stat. Uh, it, while we're at it, let's talk about the standings. Like I said, as of right now in the Scotia North, a.k.a. I call it the Team Canada division, Toronto has 19. I told you they lead the league right now in points. Montreal has 18. Winnipeg has 15. Edmonton has 12. They should have 14, but I will get into why in a minute. Vancouver has 12. Calgary has 11. They will have something to do with the Edmonton thing. And Ottawa has 5. I told you Ottawa wasn't going to be very good. Uh, in the Mass Mutual East, you get Boston Bruins with 18. The Flyers have 16. You get Washington at 15, who... Just got a bunch of their players back. Pittsburgh has 11, who could probably use some of the Washington players. 
The Devils have 10, the Islanders, the Rangers, and Buffalo all have 10. The bottom four in that division all have the same point total, and they're only one away from knocking Pittsburgh out of fourth. Is that not crazy? The Discover Central. Tampa Bay has 15. Florida has 14. The Blue Jackets have 13. 12 for Carolina. 12 for Chicago, who is hanging on. 11 for Dallas, 10 for Nashville, who, I don't know, they hit a little skid there. and Let's see what they do to try to get back on it. And then Detroit has six. Told you Detroit wasn't going to be very good either. They have their moments. They're, they're, not, they're not terrible. They're not, like, laughable. They're, they're still out there competing. They're just getting trashed by their division. And then the Honda West, Colorado has 15, St. Louis has 15, kind of thought they'd do pretty well. We also thought Vegas would do pretty well. They have 13. Anaheim has 13. Surprisingly, the the Ducks are are putting together a solid year. At least surprise to me. It may not be a surprise to you. Minnesota has 12, another surprise. Arizona has 11. San Jose has 9, and the Kings have 8. Kind of saw that, right? Kind of saw that coming. But uh, it's been a pretty good year so far. Only a handful of teams. You know, because you got to look at Carolina. A lot of other teams have played at least, you know, at least 16 or 17 games. But, like, Florida and Carolina uh, have only played 14. Because, you know, Dallas has only played 13. And they're going to catch up pretty soon. Because they've redone the schedule enough now to where they're going to fit in all those games that they can. But for now, we just hang on and see what happens. Um, Alexander Ovechkin, I think he just likes me talking about him. Which, Alex, you don't have to try. I was already going to. But he has officially moved into seventh place all time. He passed Mike Gardner in goals. He has 709 as of right now, I think he'll add about 25 or 30 more now. That's going to put him in a pretty good spot. Depending on how many more years he plays, he's kind of on pace. He scores, I believe, about 45 or so a year. This year will be a little different. But for the next three or four, for the next four years, I believe, it's going to put him, it's going to put him in the conversation with catching Gretzky. This stat was this next stat was uh, kind of sad, but I'm happy for the player, and you'll see why. The goaltender for the Winnipeg Jets, Connor Hellebuck, is now the all-time franchise leader in wins at 153. While 153 is uh, is a, a fantastic accomplishment. Uh, of course, the Jets have only been the Jets for a couple years. They were the Thrashers before that. That's the sad part to me. It's reminding me that one of my favorite teams is no longer around. But uh, that's a whole show into itself. And uh, I promise you guys, one day I'm going to get some special guests on, and we're going to talk about that. It may be a big series. I don't know. But we're going to talk about that. But 
Congratulations to Connor Hellebuck. He has 153 total wins. He's just going to keep adding to that because I think they're going to keep him around for a while. At least I would. But uh, congratulations to him on that. Zdeno Chara, the Charizard. I told you he's been on a hot streak lately. He scored again the other day, and this time he did it against his former team, the Bruins. The fact that he is heating up and that he is scoring should scare people because he's usually not an overly aggressive offensive player. He's usually way better at defense and keeping the other team away from the goal. And this is how good Washington is playing is that Zdeno Chara is almost leading the middle of the pack charge. So look out. The Capitals are playing huge. And I know some friends of the show, Leif and Rebecca up in the uh, greater D.C. area, I believe they're actually in Virginia or somewhere in there. They are huge Capitals fans. So uh, shout out to them. And uh, you you got a, a heck of a team to watch in front of you, so hopefully you're enjoying that. Leon Dreisaitl has a six-assist night, as Connor McDavid has a five-point night. This is what I'm saying. This, these, these two are possibly the top two players in the league, and they're teammates, and they're linemates a lot of times. This is just incredible. Edmonton is just going to continue to just hammer people. Toronto seems to be one of the few teams that can give them a little bit of a a little bit of a you know keep them at bay at the moment. But thing it if if these guys stay on a hot streak like this, it's going to be hard to keep up with the Oilers. This could be a big year for them. It seems like the Canadian division, and people joke about it, but the Canadian division is mostly score, score, score. Um, defenses are having trouble keeping up with the, the massive scores. That's why a lot of the goals, assists, and points leaders that I just mentioned are from this division. But, folks, what's wrong with that? Isn't that what attracts more people to the game? New fans, when they find out, wait, a score was 5-2 to two the other night? Wait, it was 7-6 to six and it went to overtime? Oh, we got to see a shootout and it was 6-5? to five? That's what's going to get new fans in here. And for all of us old fans, for all of us current fans, that's exciting too. Sure, we'd love to see a one to nothing goalie battle, but what we also like to see? A handful of good fights. And a bunch of goals. Some exciting action, you know? Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. And Philip uh, Forsberg are the third pair of players to have dueling five-point games in a regular season game in the last 30 years. Huberdeau did it for the Florida Panthers. He had three goals and two assists. Philip Forsberg had two goals and three assists for Nashville. These are two teams that definitely need the push, definitely need the help, and uh, these are two young stars that continue to shine. But how cool is that? They are the the only the third pair of players to have five-point nights in a regular season game like against each other. 
That's that's crazy. Although the way the Canadian division's going, we may see it a hundred more times this year. But uh, good good for Huberto and good for Philip Forsberg, and and hopefully they can rally their teams into some really good stuff. Obviously, we've seen a lot more game postponements, and we've seen a lot more teams uh, on lockdown or away from their facilities. But you got to think, folks, this is the NHL controlling this situation, and it's a good consideration. This is one of the best ways to handle this situation. Instead of potentially shutting down the entire league, or having massive outbreaks when somebody tests, they get those people around them, and they put them in quarantine. That way the teams can continue to go as long as they don't have too many. We saw Dallas uh, have that issue, and uh, some other teams have as well. But this is actually a pretty quality plan. It's similar to what the NBA is doing, and the NBA I don't think has had a positive test in a good while. It's kind of weird, by the way. I'm not sure that's accurate. But this is the best way to keep everything going because they know there's still time to make up the games they are postponing, and that way you are staying safe. Uh, Cam Atkinson got his 200th goal in the Columbus win the other night. Congratulations to him on that. Another great star of the game. And Columbus needs a lot of help this year. Tampa Bay scores three times in the first five minutes versus the Detroit Red Wings. First of all, this is kind of where Detroit's defense and awareness is right now. And second of all, Tampa Bay is the defending Stanley Cup champion for a reason. But three times in the first five minutes. Now, I don't know if I wrote it down on here. I probably did not. Now, Logan Couture scored the other night in, like, the first 11 seconds of the game. But that was only once, and I don't think they scored again until later in the game. That was for the Sharks, who need a lot of help as well. But three times in the first five minutes. That's like video game worthy there. Just just incredible. Uh, Pasternak is heating up to his top level status. I think he got dinged up the other day. And uh, maybe out of game or so. But uh, David Pasternak, man, he he is, has really stepped up and shined for... Um, for Boston, and he's, he's probably in the top 10 right now in the league. He may be higher than that, depending on how you want to rank him. But uh, he's he's just fantastic to watch. Pasta is is a must-watch every game. Uh, Peter Morazic is going to have, or had surgery on his right thumb. He's going to be out for a little while. We're not sure exactly how long, but the um, good thing is, is the, the few games he has played, he leads the league in, I think, Goals against average and and uh, and save percentage because he was on a pretty good roll. Now, of course, that means backup James Reimer took over, 
and he is 4-1 and one on the year. He had a bad night the other night where he gave up five goals, but he's 4-0 and oh going into that. Reimer, can, he has the potential to be an everyday starter. Mrazik will, will be back down the line, but that also means that, I uh, forgot his first name, but Nedeljkovic, who uh, I have actually seen play here in Atlanta because he has uh, played in the ECHL and usually plays against everybody, um, against the, the uh, Gladiators. He did pretty well. But Nedeljkovic is the third goalie they have, and so he'll get some spot duty here and there. He's going he's gonna to be a big... Big-time goalie somewhere down the road as well. But James Reimer, he can be an everyday starter. And what Carolina's going to have to watch is that if he really starts to shine and get on some other people's radar, that he doesn't go to another team next year knowing that he'll have the chance to start. It's just business. It's nothing personal. I know a lot of times fans take it personal when teams bolt for other teams. Just know it's opportunity. Think of it like you're in your job. And um, unless you're the owner of the company or a top-level executive, wherever you're at, you're probably middle of the pack. And uh, if you listen to the show, you're, you're, you're middle of the pack. At least, at least middle of the pack are better. I, I assure you, you guys are uh, top stars. The thing about it that way. You work at whatever company. You guys sell widgets, whatever widgets can be. There can be anything in your mind. And let's say here, you know, here lately, uh, somebody above you in the pecking order either takes a vacation or uh, – Maybe is on quarantine from the virus. Maybe, hopefully, that everything works out well with that. I hate to wish that on anybody, which I do not. But for some reason, that person's out, and they pick you. The company picks you to step in and take over a project or to finish what they were doing, and you do a pretty good job of it. In fact, you do so good of a job that another company in the same realm that also sells widgets, or maybe they manufacture them, or, I don't know, maybe they clean them. They kind of offer you to come over on their side and lead more projects. Well, if that's something you want to do, you got to take that opportunity, do you not? And so that's that's why teams sometimes lose stars to other teams. It's, it's opportunity. If you're the third best center on a team, and another team offers you to be the, the first or second and lead those lines, well, a lot of times you're going to take it. And so Carolina fans, cheer James Reimer as much as you can because I think he's going to be on a different team next year because there are teams that definitely need goalie help, and he would definitely solidify that for them. Plus, like I said, even if he does bolt, if he leaves for another team, you have Nadelkovich who will easily step in and eventually, I think, take over from Mrazic in a couple years. Just a thought. Canes fans, you, you can always contact me with your thoughts, questions, suggestions on all that. In fact, all you guys can. You guys know how to uh, find us here on the show. Or you can leave us a 
rating and review. That'd be great. And in the review, leave your question, and I will get to your question each week. Uh, Nate McKinnon is going to be out. He is week-to-week uh, week with a lower body injury. He uh, was injured versus the Wild, um, not just because he's one of the top stars in the game, but uh, Nate McKinnon is a, a good human and does a lot of great things for the community, so we wish him well and look forward to uh, his hopefully speedy and healthy return uh, here soon. Uh, the Blackhawks. Decided to be the thorn in the side for the Carolina Hurricanes and end their win streak at five games. Chicago's got to take as many small victories as they can this year. It's uh, it's going to be uh, a weird down year, but I, you know, like I said, if they find the highlights like this, and this is a good rallying win for them, then it's something you can build on with the young stars and the veterans that you're going to build going forward. Uh, Spezza is on a hot streak. But, uh, yeah, Jason Spezza, because the other night, even for Toronto, he became the second oldest Maple Leaf to get a hat trick at 37 years, 236 days old. Who's the oldest? Well, that would be Red Kelly. Look up Red Kelly, guys. If you guys don't know who Red Kelly is, it's perfectly okay. Because uh, he played before a lot of you were born, before I was born, I believe. But if you go back and look at Maple Leafs history, uh, Red Kelly, definitely, definitely worth looking up. But uh, Red Kelly was 37 years old, 255 days. That would be 19 days older than Jason Spezza. But Spezza's heating up. He is, he is once again, it's, it's not just Austin Matthews. It's not just Mitch Marner. It's, uh, you know, they're missing Jumbo Joe because of an injury. He should be back in a few weeks. But Toronto continues to just drop the hammer on people. That Maple Leaf muscle. The Golden Knights exploded in a good way versus the Kings the other night on Friday, 5-2, led by... The captain, Mark Stone, and Max, uh, Max Pacioretty. Yeah, here's something. They named Stone the captain before the season starts. And what does that do? Uh, it propels him into one of the best starts to a year that he's had, and he's leading this team as a captain should. Uh, it's it's really been the kind of boost that the Golden Knights were looking for. To If they can stay in the top two or top three over there in their division with the likes of Colorado and St. Louis, who are perennial favorites to win the championship, then that puts them in just an outstanding position. Uh, they did they did a good story. Uh, it's It's one of the forgotten things. In a lot of sports, a lot of people know the first player to uh, break a barrier, break a rule, um, break a 
not a rule, a uh, a record or, you know, a barrier, something like that. But what about the second one? And NHL.com did a great story on Alton White, who was the second black player in pro hockey, played in the uh, the World Hockey Association, the WHA. Uh, just a fascinating read. Go read the story. I, it, I could talk for an hour about the things that said in there, but uh, Alton White, it's great that they they shared his accomplishments and told people who he was because I'll be honest, I couldn't, I didn't recall who it was um, until I started reading it. I had forgotten myself. So uh, go read that. Definitely a good read. Carolina has added Justin Williams as a special advisor to the GM. We all knew that when he retired, he was going to have some sort of role with the team. It looks like uh, this is what he's going to do for now. I'm sure he's going to get into some other stuff there, but uh, the former captain and and uh, Carolina Hurricane, great as he awaits potentially getting into the Hall of Fame in a couple of years. I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Uh, nobody was more clutch in in big games than Justin Williams, and uh, now he can bring that to uh, helping the GM in day to day operations, which tells me at some point Justin Williams may be a front office guy, and I'm perfectly okay with that. And I have noticed a weird trend that teams are surging after um, the virus shuts down either part of their team or or quarantine some of their players. When they get everybody back healthy, these teams are like exploding. They're probably undefeated on the on the following game of getting all their players back or something like that. It's got to be close, maybe one loss here or there. But it's it's just crazy that after that time off. that once they get everybody back, I guess maybe everybody's rested, and they just, boom, like Dallas was off to a hot start. Carolina, when they got everybody back. Uh, Washington, these teams that are in the top, a lot of them missed some players for a little while, and now that they're back, they are just surging. And it's just it's just incredible. It's, it's crazy. I, I just think it's coincidence. I don't think it has anything to do with anything. It's just an observation I had, and uh, we just wanted to bring it to your attention. What are you guys' thoughts on this? You guys can comment on any of our shows, like I said, if you want to find us. Um, let's see, at BoardCheck on Twitter. Of course, you can hit me at the Impact 99 on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us on any of the show places, uh, the iTunes store, um, all the all the places we're at. If you want to drop us a question, comment, suggestion, whatever, just let us do, or just go ahead and do that. You want to? If you want to give us a rating interview, like I said. But uh, last thing I wanted to get into before we get out of here is uh, Sam Bennett got his first goal of the year for the Flames as they beat the Edmonton Oilers just last night. Not only is it good to get Sam Bennett really rolling, but Calgary's looking for that leadership to, to take them to the next level, to, to get them out of the, the bottom and to really, you know, push ahead, push forward. And like I said, this affected the standings because Calgary moved up a little bit. I know this is going to seem like no-brainer, but they moved up a little bit to put a little distance and get themselves closer to getting in the top four. 
and it kept Edmonton from really being in the mix up in the top four. So as good as Edmonton is, I talked about all their big stars, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. If the Flames and Ottawa and some other ones can steal some points here or there, well, this is a team that might be looking at uh, being on the outside looking in. But that's going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people, all my listeners. Who joined us each who joined us each and every week to let, listen to me banter on about hockey, greatest game, purest game in my opinion. Hope you guys enjoyed everything. I'm Jeremy the Impact York from Impact Media. Thanks for tuning in to Check. We will see you guys next week to watch the Super Bowl. I know how